0: Hey, what's up, guys? Hey, dudes, dudes and dudettes. Dudettes. Hello. <laughs> How are you, guys? We were excited. We're exci- we've been really excited about this one episode with this whole uh, uh, episode thirteen question and answer Whew. on the sexual purity series. Yeah. And we did. We got some really. We got some. Some of y'all gave us some funny ones, like yeah. messing around. That Jay had us geeking. It was really good. Um, and we also got some real serious ones. So over the next two episodes, what we're gonna do is we're actually gonna help to. Uh, um, answer these questions probably mm-hmm. breaking down into two episodes because we got some really good ones um so we're excited to get into this
1: yeah and now and first of all before we say anything like thank you guys for the encouragement that we have been getting oh lately Oh my! Gosh. and because like i think for you and
0: me we've been so busy so it's been like i was about to quit <laughs> <laughs> i'm serious i literally i was i was over at work the other day and i was like i'm thinking i'm just like god i have you know, all these other things, uh, especially like with minute, like other ministries and stuff like that. And I'm just like thinking, and I'm like, man, like, should we, I was like thinking like, do you want us to, cause I, I refuse to continue to do something unless I really believe like the Lord's just fully breathing mm-hmm. on it, you yeah, know? Yeah. Cause then I'm just doing things out of my own strength. And I'm just like, I need you to breathe upon this whole thing. And I'm just like, I don't know if we need to, we should keep doing this Lord. It's like, it's hard to have episodes like uh, weekly episodes, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Working full time, having other ministries to be a part of and just life, you know what I mean? And prioritizing uh, just being with with him, you know, yeah. and just it could just be so much. Yeah. So I remember like thinking like, man, I think I'm about to quit this thing. Uh, I'm going to bring it up to Devin. And then I had one of my mans called me um, who like, like we're like he, he's a good friend of mine and he called me and he was just opening up about a few things you know what I mean and God was like just blessing him like really helping him to like walk out of pornography and everything and he said he said one of the things that helped me so much in this season of my life was actually listening to your podcast and I was like wow that's yeah, crazy that is wild. and I was there because I was literally thinking about giving up and then and then now that we think about it I mean um, we've hit like I think it's like over 1,500 like um, mm-hmm. views uh, for the episodes and we get like mm-hmm. um, I mean for the i mean we get people listen create Mm -hmm. like every single day and i'm thinking like 50 to 60 like list viewers and listeners are hearing the gospel and i was like um you know you don't see it but you see the numbers and everything Mm -hmm. and then you hear these little like testimony stuff where the lord was just confirming like keep going yeah and so um with joy like we're excited to to keep doing this you know yeah so
1: hey may may god continue to bless you guys in this and um bless us as well because it's you know praise god but yeah um so this is episode 13 the Q&A we thought this would be cool because um you know we're doing the sexual series and i think that you know me and Gage are always trying to be led by the lord in what we're trying to do and um i think we came up with this idea probably a few months back when we were kind of coordinating the sexual series and, you know, making like kind of like a list of ideas of, you know, what the Lord would probably be on regarding the sexual series and everything. And I think the Q&A was something that came up. So now that, you know, we're here, um, you know, we posted the video on Instagram. We also posted the, um, you know, the, the question and answer little thing. What do you call that? Like create or something. Um, mm-hmm. And then y'all guys gave some great and or questions, excuse me, some great questions. So now we're here. Um, But just to break down in this podcast, we get immersed in the word of God to break down popular topics through a biblical perspective that will help to disciple the body of Christ. Mm -hmm. So um, episode 13 Q&A. So, um, yeah, but let's start um, and get into it. You know what I mean? Yes. Yes. (laughs) So the first question, Okay, the first question. Let's pray. Let's pray. Let yeah, us gotta, pray. For, yeah, bring that fire. I think, yeah, because <laughs> I think the last episode, we didn't even pray to
0: begin. Yeah, we deleted that one, and I'm just joking. <laughs> I was about to say, <laughs> nah, did nah, we? No, nah, we're not being, we're not, it, I think it, it's important to pray. We're not trying to be legalistic behind it, but we also, we, we want to exalt his name. Of course. Um, and give uh, Jesus his uh, His rightful place as, like, the reason for why we even do these things. Yeah. Um, and to look at him and to behold him and to adore him um that's the heart of this whole podcast uh is to just to get immersed in him yeah you know
1: submitting to his lordship amen um you want to pray
0: yeah i'll pray Uh, Lord Jesus, I thank you. God, I thank you for what a privilege it it is, Lord God, to teach your word. And um, we're aware, Lord God, that in the scriptures, it talks about that those who teach your word will be judged with extra strictness. And so may you help us, Lord God, that we may stay humble, stay in tune with your word, to stay in tune with your spirit, that we may speak from a spirit of wisdom and from the guidance of your Holy Spirit. with all these questions and I pray for every single person listening right now that they would be blessed in Jesus name with the knowledge and the beauty of who you are God Uh, may you guide them in purity may you guide them in a longing Lord God what David talks about in the Psalms a longing for your heart God a longing for your face a longing for your presence Um, May that be our desire, Lord God, as we are in the midst of all these things that are happening in the world right now with the election, social unrest and um, the pandemic and everything. God, I thank you that above all, you will always be the king, God. You will always be the reigning one. And so we trust you and may you bless this time of fellowship in Jesus name. Amen. Amen.
1: Hallelujah. Amen. Wow, that was good. So, um, yeah, to start, um, the first question that we received and we're also, I know that we mentioned that, you know, if you would like to, um, for us to mention your name just for the sake of, you know, just, uh, protecting everybody, we're just going to keep everybody anonymous. So that's what we're going to be doing. So the first question, um, is what is an appropriate age to start dating? Mm. What is an appropriate Mm. age to Mm. start dating scrumptious? Yeah, that's a good question. Let's
0: dive in. All right, man. So let's put our knife and fork in this one. Let's let's <laughs> let's, let's start cutting this steak open real quick. All right, man. I'm going to tell you what. I mean, I've been in relationships since I was in Head Start. I'm talking about like like like, you know, boyfriend-girlfriend since Head Starts. Do I think that's wise? And do I think that's okay? No, I I, I don't think it's okay. I I I don't think it's I don't think it's wisdom. Um, And I believe when it comes to like what's an appropriate age to actually start dating, I think a big part is like where are you how are you spiritually mature? Um, Where are you actually at with the Lord? And and I'd say if you're if you believe that you're um, of age to start dating, then I would ask you this question like, well, are you at the age to actually marry? Yeah, because I don't believe you should be dating unless you have the intentions of 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 this actually turning into a place of like marriage. Mm -hmm. Um, And the reason why. Is because if you're not coming into it with the intentions of actually of actual marriage, um, then what you're doing is you're really you're playing around with that person. That person's playing around with you. you, um, And it's just you guys are doing this without with with it not being the intent of a long term commitment. You know, Um, and that means it's very fleshly. That means you guys are probably going to be indulging in sexual morality. Right. You're having sex with one another. You guys are sexting. You know what I mean? And you guys are not in the um, mature age. and, And guys, when I tell you, like, this is the biggest thing, the pain. The heartbreak, like the soul ties, the um, the the emotional pain, the verbal abuse that happens in these types of relationships, the sexual abuse that happens in these types of relationships, um, the way it draws you away from God um, comes from a place of actually being in relationships and you're not spiritually mature. Yeah. I mean that's probably my biggest thing, um, and I think it's really to ask yourself like are you are you are you of age are you of spiritual maturity mm-hmm. where do you believe you could actually go into a place of marriage and yeah. I believe if that if we actually start to to go into and jump into relationships in that sense, um, I believe we'll actually have a lot of um, we'll have more healthy relationships and thing and we won't have so much heartbreak because I'll tell you if there is about. Nine out of the ten people that I come across that, like, we will talk about relationships, girls and guys, that we talk about, there's so much pain from past relationships. Mm -hmm. It is crazy. And because you have so much pain from your past relationships, it's so hard for you to actually have a healthy relationship because you're so – you still have so much baggage and pain from your past relationships. You know what I mean? Um, So – that's really my biggest thing, and let's also get into it, like, like biblically, like, like back in the days, there was no such thing as just like being together um, with a person to just like date. Yeah. You know what I mean? And just to be cordial, it was really like, it was really like when, when, when you, when dating was to happen, it was to um, go into a place of courting, which would end up leading into marriage. They wouldn't, yeah. it wouldn't just be to like date. Like you weren't allowed to be like five, six, seven, eight, ten. You know, even. I mean in some in some cases I know this is hard for people to hear but even being in high school you know what I mean and you're like dating in high school and stuff and yeah. um here's the thing and I'm not going to say that like dating in high school is sinful I'm not saying that yeah. it's sinful but if you don't have accountability if you have, don't have your parents involved in it and your parents are okay with it um and, um, you know, have your church involved in like, you know, like, you know, like youth leaders and, you know, have, let it be, you know, you guys aren't hanging out alone and like all this stuff. I mean, there's many different things, um, you know what I mean? But I think our biggest thing, um, oh, I, let me give you an example. I have a friend of mine. I have a friend of mine. He, uh, he just graduated high school and his girlfriend is a junior in high school. And they were they've been dating in high school and they don't they don't commit sexual immorality. Um they, they, they don't kiss. They waited a long time. They've actually been friends for a very long time. Um and then their parents said that they could date, you know what I mean? And they hang out from time to time and um their parents are very involved in a relationship and they're actually planning on waiting till marriage. Um and so that's their thing. And they they started dating in high school. Um I mean I, I think that's I think that's beautiful. I think that's okay. You know what I mean? But um there's just so many guidelines that go along with that you know what i mean and also like maturity and where you're at and and they both love the lord these two people and they're wanting to wait uh for marriage and they're wanting to do it right um and they have some good people surrounding them so uh, i think it's good about yeah i think it's i i think in that case it's good but majority of the time that's not the case for many relationships you know so what broke you think? that thing down
1: Broke that thing down I mean you kind of just I think you touched on it I think everything That I was thinking about You pretty much touched on i uh, The one thing that I do Want to include is um, I mean Because I've also been Like a relationship guy Before Jesus of course Like I was You know that's the old Devin Yeah you my know man had I mean? like
0: Five girls at the same time nah, Like just dating them all See we not touching on that That man <laughs> is dead
1: and gone man New Devin Praise Jesus So But yeah like I think um, I have like since you know I've came to the Lord And, and Jesus saved me um, just kind of going and like listening to godly men in the faith and um, you know, their stories, um, how they married their wives and stuff like that. So, um, and I know somebody who's really been blessing me lately. I think I mentioned him in the last podcast as well, uh, Bodie Bacum. And I'm um, just listening to him Apart, like a lot of his um, not a lot, but a good amount of like his sermons on YouTube has to do with like uh marriage and things like that. And um I mean he has He's one really daughter, good. man. He has one daughter, one son, and even the way that he has raised raised his daughter i think his daughter's older and his son who's younger um the way that he even raised them and like how um intentional he was in raising them that his son would like in a sense kind of serve his daughter to know how to treat a woman um how he you know raised his daughter to to know to like not not so she would um i mean i don't like the value like you know so she feels valued but in a sense like how a man should love a woman like you know he raised her to know that to understand mm. that you know so um you know, I think it's like you were saying, it's just a sense of like spiritual maturity. You know what I mean? Like, are you still on spiritual milk or are you now on meat? If you're still on milk, you probably need to grow in the Lord before you start growing with another person. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it may, you know, and it's really just discernment. It's really, you know, ask God for wisdom and ultimately um, give God all your desires. And, you know, if it is his will for you to, you know, eventually get married one day. Um, cause I know a friend of ours also mentioned like a, like be careful in a sense, like not ex- exactly that, but be careful. Like it's not in God's will for everybody to get married, but if it is in God's will for you to get married, um, you know, act, you know, give God all your desires, you know what I mean? And in a mm-hmm. sense, when it is the right time, it will happen. You know what I mean? And you will know that the Lord is leading you, you know what I mean? Um, examine yourself to know whether you're in the faith, like you've been mentioning a lot lately. So yeah, but, yeah, um, that
0: examining uh, yourself in the faith. Um, Paul speaks about this in Scripture. He says, um, "Like examine yourself to see that you are in the faith, yeah. so that you may not uh, um, may uh, fall short. Yeah. You know what I mean, and be disqualified from the race. You know what I mean is what Paul like is breaking down in the Scripture. And I think um, one uh, verse that uh, Devin brought up was that Colossians three seventeen. Mm-hmm. Um, you want to if you want to read that.
1: Yeah. And this is the NKJV version, Colossians 317. And whatever you do in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God, the father through him. And basically kind of why this verse came up, I was just thinking, like, you know, kind of whatever you do, do all to the glory of God. So whatever you do, you always want it to be honoring the Lord. Um, You know, you want to be in reverence to the to God. You always want to be respecting God. You know what I mean? You always want to glorify God. You always want to magnify God in all that you do. So in everything that you do, whether, you know, it's something that you're saying, it's something that you're thinking, it's something that you're acting upon and you're physically doing it, always do it with the thought in my mind. I want to do this to um, to serve God, to please God, to honor God. You know what I mean? Just like, you know, you're not going to do something in front of your parents that, you know, is wrong to do because, you know, that's disrespectful. You know that that's not honoring them. Um, it's the same way God sees everything. So everything that we do, we should always do it from a place. OK, God, like I want to do this to the glory of god so
0: big time yeah
1: and also just one more thing um being heavenly minded that's another uh that's something that i pray um quite frequently is um you know like god had like let me have like may i have uh may i be heavenly minded rather than carnally minded fleshly minded you know but yeah that's a good word yeah so that's the first one the second question another question that we got is what is a good and pure first date Shoot. i found that one interesting like we were literally like talking that. about this earlier while like making breakfast well you were making breakfast i was kind of just there you feel me he's <laughs> the chef but yeah i mean i think this is a real funny one because i think I don't want to say it depends on who you are, but it is a real thing that we all have convictions. But so this one is not as easy to answer. But then again, um, you know, by the grace of God, of course, um, you know, with the wisdom he gives us, um, you know, we could kind of shed some light and kind of give you like practical tips. And you know what I mean? Wisdom on like how to go about if you were in a place going on your first date and trying to remain like spiritually pure and everything, physically pure, mm-hmm. mentally pure all that emotionally pure, all that, you yeah. know, <laughs> but pure, yeah. pure, pure in all, things. <laughs> pure in all things. Um, so kind of just to get on that, I don't, it's funny because for me, I, I, I mean, I don't even want to get on my past about all that, no. but I think it's just important that when you're going on a date, you need to make sure that you are not, you like, even in your thoughts, you're not, um, It's not too intimate, you know what I mean? And especially a first date, like your first one, you don't need anything super intimate. Because if you're going on your first date, you probably don't really know that person super well, at least intimately or uh you know what i mean you don't know that person that much so what you really should be doing is going and enjoying that person in a sense you don't want to go and like you were mentioning earlier you don't want to take them to the movies because you're are you really going to be able to talk to them is your mind even going to be in the right place like okay well like Mm -hmm. i'm just trying to really you know um you know be this person's best friend you know what i mean i'm trying to really get to know them you know take them out on like a pure little coffee date or something like that go out and uh, walk around you know what i mean go and The city, uh, you know, with some friends, like invite some friends like a like, you know, me and her trying to like get together a like I'm trying to invite some brothers and sisters in crisis so we could all go chill, Mm -hmm. go ride some scooters in D.C. or something like that, you know, just have like a fun outing. You know what I mean? But I think in the culture nowadays, it's like, oh, you know, let's go out to eat at, like, 9 o'clock at night and ride and ride around off the late night and, and go in the parking lot and sit and chill. And it's just like, bro, is that wise? Oh, like, hey, just come over. You know what I'm saying? Let's, you know, hey, like, let, come over. You know, we could just chill, maybe make something to eat, sit on the couch. And, like, is that wise, bro? No. And it's like... <clears throat> Do something to where you have people around. Do something that's not super intimate. Do something that literally does not just involve you and that other person. Because if it's just involving you and that other person, your mind probably is not going to think on very pure things. Because your mind is literally being filled like, okay, I'm with this person. I'm I'm close with this person. I don't have anybody else around. You know, your mind's starting to play games and then the enemy can attack you in that way. So anything mm-hmm. that you, and especially know yourself as well. Like... Now, I don't want to say know yourself, but like know your convictions, know what triggers you as well. That's a big thing. Like, don't just forget about your convictions. Don't forget about the little things that, you know, I don't. Um, how could I put it? Don't forget about the little things that could trigger you is basically what I could say. But mm-hmm. that's what I would say about that regarding a first and pure date.
0: Yeah. I, and really, it's um, it's big that. When you're looking into a place of like your first date is that, um, you know, just like what what Devin was talking about, like be wise in the sense of, um, you know, there's something so intimate about dinner and something late at night, Mm -hmm. you know, that. Um, that and there, there's and here's the thing though the way the world would want you to go and have like a first date it's like yo let me low come over let me let me try to let me try to let me try to, me try to um, impress you like mm-hmm. I'm gonna cook you dinner mm-hmm. um it'll be at my house like you know I'll get the candles here you know what I mean let me take you over to dinner let me let me spend money on you let me do that you know what I mean my man just took a drink of coffee and spilled that mess all bro over you. and we're
1: we're going to continue <laughs>
0: I'll clean it up after praise God yeah you you emptied that coffee I mean, because we're
1: sharing a coffee cup, and this guy takes the top off and leaves it off. I mean, I was just trying to get a sip of some Starbucks, Man. and now it's all over. Hey, Lord, anoint me like this coffee just spilled on me. Jeez. Jeez. Yeah, that all right, continue.
0: Holy oh, <laughs> snap. I don't think we have a towel or anything.
1: Nah, we're good. Hey, okay. The Lord is gracious.
0: Whew. Okay, let's get back on. All right. Guys, I'm going to highlight this verse from 2 Timothy 2.22 when it comes to this. I think this is, we brought this up in so many of the past ones. I think this is really like a like a highlight verse mm-hmm. um, when it comes to something about, especially what is a good and pure first date. Um, 2 Timothy 2.22. So flee youthful passions and pursue righteousness with faith, love, and peace, and along w- along with those who call on the Lord from a pure heart. So be with those, it says on that one part, it says along with those who call on the Lord from a pure heart, um, that when you're going ahead and you're actually being a part uh, of going on like a first date, make it pure, go and like maybe have some coffee, something not too intimate. And your big thing is that you, I would do this phrase, right, that I've heard before, um, because the, wor- like, the, worlds are, uh, the world's relationships are so touchy and feely, mm-hmm. let it be more talky and less touchy. Do you Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like, make sure that you're talking to actually get to know this person. That's why I think it wouldn't be a good thing to, like, go to the movies because you guys are just sitting there. There's a lot of stigmas when it comes to the movie theaters. When you're going into the movie theaters, like, you're thinking about, like, um, I mean, when I was growing up, everybody always talked about, man, we went to the movie theaters. We were doing this. We were doing that. You know what I mean? Um, And I think it's big, like, be in a place where, like, an open setting with many other people. Um, and go and like have some coffee, like get to know this type of person, um, and do this big thing, like flee youthful passions. Like don't do anything that would, that would trigger you, that would make you want to fall. You know what I mean? Don't be so quick to like, y- even though you go on a first date, you start like, you know what I mean? Trying to put your arm around a per- around her or, mm-hmm. or, 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 or a female, like you're, you're giving, you're giving too much of yourself to him. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Or, or you're starting to submit to him as if like, he's your husband and like, you know, I think it's good to test the man and see if he can lead, you know what I mean? Um, and see like where his humility is and and test his fruit i think that's your biggest thing guys when you're going on a first date uh test the fruit of that person like we're like what it talks about in galatians 5 it goes into the fruit of the spirit like does that man does that woman do they have love joy peace patience kindness goodness faithfulness gentleness do they have self-control like where are they at with the lord like make sure you're in that type of thing um, and even with this, like uh, what it says in the verse, like so, flee away from anything that would like trigger you, and pursue righteousness. Like make sure you're in right standing with God. Make sure that this is something that that honors Him. Mm-hmm. Um, may it be faith-filled. May it be filled with love, like genuine love, um, peace. You know what I mean. And make sure you're letting people know that you're going on a first date. Don't be trying to hide this from people. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. Like let people know, hey, I'm go-, like pray for me. You know, I'm going on this Lord. first date. You know what I mean. Um, you know, hopefully, like you know, maybe it's from the Lord. You know, but above all, like you're just testing the the, the ground. Like you're just trying to see where this person's at. Yeah. Um and you want to make sure that you're having a whole lot of conversation, a right. whole lot of conversation. Um a lot of the relationships nowadays it's so based on like let's just hook up. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's like you hook up with that person, you start getting to know them and everything like that through just like sex mm-hmm. uh and through like intimacy, you know what I mean? And then when it actually comes to like actually talking to the person, you can't stand that person because you guys were so everything was so based on this shallow level. Guys, let me let me tell you this. <clears throat> We do things in the world on the opposite level in the world. People will first g- go into the relationship sexually and then they get to know the person like emotionally when really you need to know the person emotionally and spiritually like where they're at. And then through marriage, then you get to actually um, because you're you were in love with them in, in a heart level of like I genuinely enjoy this person and I love their heart for the Lord. I love their desires, their goals, like what God is doing in their life um, and how God has built them. That through that, we get married, and then you get to, not only do you love them, but now you get to experience that on a more fuller measure by actually being able to, in, to indulge in, in God-gifting, bl- God-blessed uh, like sexual relations, you mm-hmm. know what I mean, um, that will probably be more satisfactory than anything you could ever imagine, because it's based on more than just like trying to fulfill a, a desire in you, because you, you're deep down, you're feeling lonely, deep down, you feel in a certain type of way, you know what I mean? That joint just went real deep, but anyway... Yeah. Um, that's my go to on that. Definitely check out Second Timothy two twenty two when it comes to um, you know, looking at a first date. Amen.
1: Yeah, and just uh to wrap that question up, um, and I'm gonna probably get more on this later, but if we are believers, we are all brothers and sisters in Christ. So mm-hmm. Basically, um, you know, if, if you have a brother or sister, if you have a sister, or you have a brother, if you're a female, you have a brother, you're not going to, especially like, the, you know, the first time you're not going to do, you're not going to do things with your brother or sister that's like, you know, super duper intimate. You're not going to do things that's, you know, uh, crossing boundaries or anything like that. So that's what we need to remember. Like, this is your brother and sister in Christ. So be careful honor, honor the Lord in what you're doing, you know, but I'll get more on that tangent later with the next question. But, um yeah, so the next question um, is how far – well, actually, we received two questions from two different people. It's kind of the same question, I think. I mean, one just kind of – one person added a little bit more, but I'll, I'll state both questions just so the people know that, you know, we included their questions. So the first one is how far is too far – and how far is too far before marriage? So, you know, kind of the, the same thing. Questions. Basically the same thing. I just want to make sure that, you know, you guys know that we included both of your questions. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, So basically, how far is too far and how far is too far before marriage? Kind of what I was just bringing up, like believers, as believers of our Lord Jesus Christ, we are all born into the family of God now. We are born of God, not not the will of man, not of blood. We are born of God. It's, a, it's like a heavenly, you know, it's like a spiritual birth. We're literally new people. It's not that we went back into our mother's womb and came back out like, hey, I'm born again. It's like God has given us his spirit that we are now new people we're born again the old man has died like you know what I mean that that's what baptism represents you're going down in the water um you know dying to yourself you're being raised back up as Jesus was raised you know I think it's Romans 4 talks about that like he was delivered up for our trespasses he was raised for our justification um you know yeah. so we're new people and because we're new people, we are now in a new family. We're in the family of God. So when we're both believers, if I'm if I'm a believer in the girl that I'm or the woman that I'm interested in as a believer as well, we're brothers and sisters in Christ first. You know what I mean? So more than anything, I need to honor God and honor her in the sense that, God, this is your daughter. This is my sister in Christ. So I can't do anything that I would not do with my sister. Therefore, you need to be aware of what you're doing now. Now just kind of getting um it's funny we were just doing like in the the um the ministry that gage and i are a part of called the gathering um we were actually we're at well we're still in it um like doing uh covenants we're teaching Mm -hmm. on covenants right now one of the things that i was teaching on was the abrahamic covenant um which is a great thing um genesis starting in genesis chapter 12 to maybe what maybe like 19 or something i think
0: yeah it goes for a while like around 17 18 19 yeah yeah
1: so it's it's a really great you know uh you know, part of the uh, Bible. Go read that if you want. But basically, God... um, And it teaches you about covenants. And basically, what I'm getting to is that marriage is a covenant. It is literally mirroring, you know, Christ and the church and and what Christ has done for the church. You know what I mean? And how we are to serve Christ, how we are to submit ourselves unto Christ, our bridegroom, kind of like a marriage child. And a husband and a wife comes together and a husband loves his wife. The wife submits to her husband. You know what I mean? So in a covenant you could think of a covenant like an agreement like a um like a like a contract in a sense it's like an agreement you're coming together and you're agreeing with somebody so abraham like god made a covenant with abraham and you know you have god and he he appeared with uh, the smoking pot and a, um burning fire and he walked through the animals after abraham slaughtered the animals so kind of like god doing that was like signing the contract is how i think about it in my mind so when i think about how far is too far Kind of think of marriage, like if you're not married, God has not signed a contract and you have not signed a contract or your wife has not signed the contract to be able to do certain things that is only permitted or allowed within a marriage. Mm -hmm. So if God has not signed that contract, you haven't signed that contract, nor your wife, you guys are not allowed to do what married couples can do because you have not legally signed that contract. So if you're doing things that's not, you know, you're not supposed to, if you're, if you're, you know, um. You're you're having sex before marriage. You're ha- you're you know you're you're doing all these things that a married couple is supposed to be doing. It's illegal. It's illegal in the sight of God. So I would say that's too far. Anything that you know what I mean? And and then we all have our personal convictions. So. You know, if you're doing things and even in your heart, you're like, well, you know, it's not necessarily bad. Like I seen my friend do it, but I feel terrible when I do it. You know, it's like, well, that's too far for you, bro, because that's your that's your number. You know what I mean? That's something that's convicting you. God is not allowing. You know, the Holy Spirit is telling you don't do that because maybe for you, that's just a bit too much. You know what I mean? And that's something within if you want to think about it, your 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 covenant, your contract with your wife. And because you're not able to do that, don't do that, because now you're breaking you're breaking the, the covenant between you're breaking your contract kind of with God, if you want to think about it in that sense. So that's just kind of how I think, like, what is too far? Anything that God is not anything that you are not allowed to do if you're not married. You know what I mean? Does that mm-hmm. make sense? So. That's just, yeah, my take no, on No, that's it. good.
0: That's good. And I think, let me put out here what would be going too far. Um, ha, like, you all actually having intercourse, like sexual, like you guys actually having sex yeah. before marriage, that's too far. Um, if you guys are feeling each other up, like groping one another, like feeling each other's private areas, stuff like that, that mm-hmm. is too far. If you guys are cuddling in bed, right? that's probably too far because of where it leads Mm -hmm. um if you guys are like some people were like oh we're not having sex but we're like having oral sex and stuff like that or we're just like touching each other in certain areas and whatnot that is too far um those are things that like married couples like would do you know what i mean um if you guys are making out and you guys are like sexually like making out and all up on each other um that is probably that that is too far that is too far if you guys are staying the night at each other's houses right that is too far. Mm-hmm. Um and the reason why is because there is a holiness to 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 the Lord and we want to honor him in all areas and so covenant is a big thing and I know I've brought this up before but like even think about it for a woman um a woman um, like covenant like even for what happened like I love that you brought up the abrahamic covenant when god had the abrahamic covenant It was through the slaughter of the animals that when that they would actually split the animals apart And god walked through the animals to say if I don't fulfill this covenant Let me be like these animals which was like the animals were slaughtered like me That was like the covenant how they would make covenant back in the day and it was through blood Um, and so jesus when he died on when he died on the cross and the shedding of his blood created the new covenant Right. There was a shedding of blood. So women right when a woman actually comes comes together and actually has intercourse with a man on her wedding night, when she's a virgin, there is a flow of blood that will actually come out of her uh, private area, um, and so people people will call that like popping the cherry or something like that. That's what like the world would would say, but in reality that there's no there's no scientific reason for why a woman actually has that. But God, in the reason of how he ha- he holds covenant so dearly and so beautifully, um, I believe that he put that in the woman so that when a man enters into the woman enters into the secret place right? And that bl- flow of blood actually starts to flow out. That is actually them coming into a place of actually um, commissioning that that covenant, allow that covenant actually taking place between that man and a woman. So your purity is is serious. And, and guys, I'll, there's even a married couple that I know, and I've heard of these testimonies all over the place. Um, and this is, th- these, this is true. This is the power of God. He's a supernatural God. He's a miracle working God that can do these things that even in the midst of you falling into sin, I've seen God actually take women's hymen, that's what that's called, a hymen, and actually restore their hymen so that when they go on their wedding night, right, the woman actually has a flow of blood, and she's like, what the heck? Like, I already had sex. Like, how is this happening? And God, like, and, it, and it's in—it's not possible for it to, like, grow back. So God, like, supernaturally grew that, and, like, through forgiveness and what Jesus has made them a new creation has restored their hymen, you know? So there's a there's a beauty um, with all of that, and I um, there's a beauty in how we sh- uh, should not, um, go too far before marriage. And, and of course the things that I said, that's pretty self-explanatory. It leads into the, and now here's the thing for me, for me, I, I had one Christian relationship where, um, this was years ago for more than four years ago where we actually planned on getting married. Um, and we kissed, um, and kissing led into, into, into cuddling and cuddling led into us like feeling each other up. And then there was three times we went way too far. We never actually had sex, but we went way too far, like way, way, way too far. Um, and our marriage I mean our marriage our relationship ended up not happening, you know Um, and so for me in the next relationship that I plan on being with and with a woman I do not plan on actually kissing. I plan on waiting until our marriage date to actually kiss That's my conviction because the thing about i'm not missing anything out like oh man How could you go like so long without kissing her? No I'm actually thinking about the reward of being able to be with her and think about about um learning more about her being with her hanging out with her and then on our wedding day um where the the pastor says now you may kiss the bride and then i get to kiss her oh man i just think that's beautiful and then i get to actually be with her on our on our on our on our wedding night you know what i mean and actually um um commission like the marriage you know i mean yeah commission the marriage through being with her i just think that's so beautiful Um, you have, um, I have friends nowadays that are just like indulging in sexual immorality and everything, living with their girlfriends and stuff. And they're like, Oh yeah, we're getting married. And I'm like, for like, for what? So, because you guys, so you guys can go on a vacation and just have more sex. Like you guys aren't even honoring God with this. You know what I mean? Like you guys really, what you should do is like break up, right? Keep yourself pure before the Lord, because you guys have already like stained this relationship. Now I'm not saying God can't restore it, but that's going to take a lot of self-control for you guys to be willing to like stop. And I've heard of relationships that have been able to stop, you know? Yeah. So, um, yeah, guys, like, um, and so for me, I'll tell you guys my example, like what's too far before marriage, all that, yes. All those things I said, like, like falling into sexual morality and all that for me, it's kissing. Um, I have, to, I'll have to talk with her and being like, do you feel comfortable holding hands? Yeah. Um, do you feel comfortable with like hugging and stuff like that? Like I'm going to be like talking with her because, and again, some of you guys be like, are you crazy? You ain't, y'all might, might not even hold hands. Right. I'm not missing anything out. Mm-mm. Guys, we have the rest of our lives to indulge in one another. You know what I mean? But if I take a short season to be, to just walk in in purity before God walking and honoring her. Right. And not being able to like, ru- like I I, I believe from the Lord, from the Holy Spirit that lives inside of me, I have self-control. And so because I have self-control, I'm willing to actually wait for these things and realize, like, I want to do things in a more pure way. So it can also be a testimony to others who hear because, you know, la- this is the last thing I'll say because I know I'm rapping on this subject, but I'm like passionate about this one thing because it's destroyed me. But it's also been a great lesson for me. Um, is that I have a, um, a married co- I have a married couple I have a, a couple who are married now that I love dearly and while they were engaged they would call me crying on the phone because of like um, you know they were hanging out together and they decided that it was okay for them to kiss and it le- it led them into places yeah. of, of going too far and they would call me and I would have to like help minister minister to them um, to get them to actually like see what the lord's will was you know what i mean and and just to let you guys know i mean it 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 drastically hurt their marriage to a point where they were like i don't know if this is going to work you know what i mean so um just be um just be aware of these things you know what i mean um and it's i'm reminded of this uh i believe it's in ecclesiastes in ecclesiastes it says it's better to be a living dog than a dead lion um and basically what that means is that I'd rather be a living dog, right? Like a little dog. I'd rather be living, a living dog than a dead lion where I try to be ferocious about this thing. And I try to go after it and be like, oh no, I can do this. I can, I can go and like, we can sleep at each other's houses. I can be a Mm. lion in a sense, but you end up killing yourself. You know what I mean? Uh, That's why in the scripture, like when uh, Solomon was talking about Ecclesiastes, he's like, I'd rather be a living dog, right? Than a dead lion. mm. You know, um, I'd rather honor God than try to like in my own strength, Boast, like, oh, I've been through all this. I ain't going to fall again. No. Come on now. Hey man. Yeah.
1: Wow, that's really good. So, yeah, just to wrap this part up, like, how far is too far? I mean, if anything that's sexually immoral, sex... um oral sex, any anything to do with intimacy, like in that way. um, And then also, like you were saying, if, you know, kissing in a sense, um, if that's, you know, if, if that's something the Lord has convicted you about, don't do it. That's too far mm-hmm. for you. You know what I mean? Um, I would highly recommend waiting. Uh,
0: yeah, waiting I would date Because of my mistakes and yeah. because of several testimonies, like not to say testimonies, but several st- um, relationships of uh, people that I know that that didn't wait until mm-hmm. their marriage day and where it end, ended up leading them. Yeah. So. I mean, because
1: are you like, like, I mean, I, I, you know, are you intimately kissing your brother or your sister? Because that's your brother and sister in Christ mm-hmm. for now. Before you and get married. Yeah. yeah. Before you, before that covenant comes when God, you know, like, I, you know, you. It's a good way to put Mar- it. Yeah, you marry that person and you're under covenant with God. God, you know, in a sense, signs that contract. You and your wife sign that contract like, boom, we're married in the sight of God. You that's your brother and sister in Christ. Y'all are not one. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. don't be doing things that you would you would not do with your brother or sister because it's weird, right? <laughs> so I mean, and, and even for myself, I haven't mastered that. So God, like, let that be weird to us as believers uh, of Jesus, of our Lord Jesus Christ. Like, let those things be weird to us. You know what I mean? Like, it'd be weird kissing your brother and your sister intimately. But
0: yeah, and yeah, I'm just, um I'm I'm not gonna break down the the scripture, but I would highly recommend f- pertaining to. Um, This specific subject of what's too far before marriage. I would highly recommend um, To read first corinthians 6 verses 12 all the way to the whole chapter of first corinthians 7. Mm -hmm. So just read that uh, Look into some commentary about it Um, get your open up your study bible look into it But that whole uh, section of first corinthians 6 verses 12 all the way to the whole chapter of first corinthians 7 Um, it paul goes in there beautifully about sexual immorality goes into there about marriage so um study that on your own time god will god will speak to you on it
1: yeah uh just to read first corinthians 7 verses 1 through 2 because i think when you brought this up i'm like wow that's great (laughs) because i didn't have i didn't get a verse for that one like i oh yeah um so first corinthians 7 verses 1 through 2 and this is the uh, english standard version um Now, concerning the matters about which you wrote, it is good for a man not to have sexual relationship or sexual relations with a woman. Excuse me. But because of the temptation to sexual immorality, each man should have his own wife and each woman her own husband. Mm. So only do those things when you have your own wife, your own husband. But so, yeah, that was a good verse, bro. So. Now we're getting into the final question for this episode. And then we'll be back next week with the remaining uh, questions. So the last question is after a really bad breakup with a very toxic person, I started struggling with porn a lot. And just before we even Mm -hmm. answer this, like, um, I appreciate you, um, for giving, even saying this, because that's pretty open. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, praise God that he has given you, you know, even, you know, that, Praise God that you are able to even be open and share that you know what I mean like you're bringing it into the light so praise Jesus the light of the world for that but you could tackle this question first
0: yeah <laughs> man <laughs> uh, this was literally um I have so many things to, like say about this and you can tell a lot about what's going on even just by the way someone may phrase a f- phrase a question mm-hmm. first it says in this he says after a really bad breakup with a very toxic person Mm -hmm. just by the sound of that, Mm -hmm. I could, I can almost, um, guarantee that you guys were probably in sexual immorality. You guys were priming sex. Mm -hmm. Um, you guys are, um, you guys are probably, um, verbally fighting a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, there, it's just not healthy. It's probably not honoring to God at all. Um, to the point where you actually, you would actually call this person toxic. Um, so something, something, something happened there. Yeah. Um, and then through after the breakup, um, you started struggling with porn a lot. Yeah. So, um, I'm going to, sh- I'm going to touch on the second part of the question because mm-hmm. it was like after this bad breakup, then you start struggling with porn a lot. Yeah. So let's say it like this, like, and for some of you guys who are here is who like, you know, I, uh, I had sex at a very young age, um, like in middle school. And I remember that through these relationships that I would be in that after I would get out of the relationship, I wasn't having sex with that person anymore, but my mind would have these flashbacks and I would start thinking about the person and I would start thinking this, that, and I had all these pains inside because I felt lonely, like this person isn't here anymore. And there is a part of you that like doesn't want to be in the relationship anymore, but um, you're feeling a certain type of way and you keep thinking about them. And so because of that, you start running to other things where you start hitting up other men, you start hitting up other women, depending on like... Um, Depending on, like, if you're a man and you're hitting up other women because you're feeling um, a certain type of way, you're like, oh, let me just let me just do like, you know, breakup sex with someone else. You know what I mean? And try to get over it. Or or if you're a woman, you know what I mean? And your girls are telling you, oh, yeah, like, you know, he did you wrong. Like, you just need to go hook up with another guy like that'll help you get over it. No, you're actually just putting um, you're putting uh, more wood in the fire that's burning against you. You know what I mean? That's a uh, consuming you alive. Um, so when it comes to like I started struggling with porn a lot what ended up happening this This it seems as if this person was dealing with so much Loneliness and pain from this relationship and probably flashbacks that are going through their mind and whatnot Um that they started if they wanted comfort and the comfort that they were getting wasn't from the lord Unfortunately, um, but the comfort that this person was getting and from all of, from everybody that was dealing with something like this It was you ran to porn Um, and the porn was you're seeing, um you're you're getting satisfied through um the this uh this this emotion that's coming over you of of this uh um sexual desire and just uh and just indulging in masturbation and pornography um that it's giving you little it's giving you comfort in the time of your of your brokenness and your hurt and your pain um and I'm and I feel for you because I was there too like when I would be in these bad relationships I'm hitting the girl. I'm hitting the girl up down the street. Be like, yo, you trying to come over? You know what I mean? Um, Just so I could like help get my mind off of it. And then after that girl would leave, you know, the next day I'm sitting there just feeling lonely. And you know what do you know? I'm like pulling up my tablet, pulling up my phone, um, so that I could like watch another girl. You know what I mean? And try to get my mind off of that and just indulge in sexual immorality because and masturbation because I was so lonely and I was so broken and I was so hurt. um, And I needed. I'm looking for comfort. Um, And unfortunately, the comfort that you know, we're running to a lot of the times is the comfort, um, that comfort, um, is like water that goes into a cup that has holes in it. You know what I mean? It's not, it's not able to actually sustain you. Um, and the only thing that can sustain you, um, is actually Jesus. And so for Mm -hmm. something like this, I would highly recommend, I would highly recommend that you get around some um, if you're a dude like brothers in the faith, yeah, um, and open up and share, and I'm talking about like share your share your 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 rotten trash. Like I mean, like actually like open up and being like yeah. I did this, this happened. Even if that person like doesn't know anything about it, by you being able to take what happened in the dark and actually shine it in the light, you are breathing the light of Jesus upon that, and the enemy doesn't have a uh, the enemy will have less of a grip on you because you're taking it and shining it in the light. I mean. You know what I mean? You're releasing the hand of the enemy that because he he could put shame and. On you, but when you're willing mm-hmm. to actually be open and share uh, the sin in your life, it says through the prayer. Um, it's like when you um, when you share with others uh, the, um, your sin and allow them to pray pray for you. There's healing in that, mm-hmm. um, and so I would highly recommend that. For women as well, be around other uh, other uh, Christian females, you know, I mean? male pastors, you know, um, so that they could be able to 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 help you and guide you in this area, and just give yourself to Jesus, like ask for ask for forgiveness, um, give yourself to God, uh, and allow Him to 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 wipe away your sin, to make you clean, to make you whole through the blood of his cross that was a real thing, guys. Sometimes we just think about this thing as a concept. Jesus is not a crutch. He is the living, almighty, most beautiful, powerful God um, that wants to remove your sin, who can remove your sin and actually allow you to walk in holiness and purity and, and sexual, I mean, sexual purity, you know? Um, I think the lie um, is that you're not able, oh, like, you're just, you're, you're always gonna deal with sexual sin, you're never gonna be free. And that's the biggest lie from Satan, the biggest lie from hell ever. Um, The spirit of god is so powerful, you know uh, it, Literally in scripture where it says that um, the same spirit that lives in us is the same spirit that raised him from the dead If this if the spirit of god can raise someone from the dead The spirit of god can absolutely raise you out of the situation of your of, of or of porn of pornography addiction of relationship of uh, terrible relationship addictions, you know, so I feel for this person You know what I mean? I feel for anybody going through this, you know, I mean this is sad and Um, You know, there's probably some forgiveness that needs to happen towards the person um, that you're calling that you're calling toxic. You know what I mean? There's probably some unforgiveness. uh, um, There's uh, forgiveness issues. Um, There's there's pain. Like I can hear it in this question, you know, so um, this is my little thing on it, Um, you know, but I feel for this person.
1: Yeah. And um, just to kind of I mean, first of all, I just want to like say like I honor you for opening up and like you know like for this question once again and like um just to kind of share for myself like um it was some and, and this is kind of going to tie into the scripture that I'm um bring up concerning this matter but it was it was months ago um it was it was it was quite some time ago but I think I woke up one day and I think I was off or something like that and I just knew I didn't have any plans or something so I was just kind of laying in bed and then boom temptation hits me and I'm just like yo like what is going on like I haven't felt this in like a long time I'm like yo but then that's when I'm just like I don't remember what I did like I'm not going to be like oh like I think I prayed and like I don't remember what I did I was just kind of laying down and then that's when I remember this verse came to my head um and it was uh it was more so of 20 but I'm gonna I'm a read 19 to give you the context uh first so 1st Corinthians 6 verse 19 or do you not know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit within you whom you have from God you are not your own for you were bought with a price so glorify god in your body so you were bought with a price so glorify god with your body i remember when that came into my like my heart and my mind mm. like my spirit i would, like it comforted me it, it, it comforted me and that temptation literally left because i understood like man, I was bought with a price, man. I can't do this to Jesus. I can't. You know, he paid such a price for me and for me to throw that away by going and, you know, doing something that I would later, like, feel terrible about. It's just not worth it. And not even that I'm going to feel terrible, but what it would make him feel. And, like, I'm literally, like, it's like, man, like, he, this, he died for me, and he died to free me from this. I can't go back to something that my Savior died for. Mm. Um. Amen. I can't do something that hurts my savior. I can't do something that hurts my Lord. Like he's my savior, but he's my Lord. I serve him. I honor him. Um, I think it's in is it second is it First Timothy or Second Timothy? It talks about like a um an active soldier doesn't go about in civilian pursuits. Mm. I don't do things that normal people does. I, I don't do things that normal people do. You know what I mean? I don't I, I'm trying to remain a good, uh, not a good, but a faithful and Amen. um a Amen. faithful like um you know um soldier soldier yeah yeah. um i'm trying to remain a faithful soldier in 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 our lord jesus christ so i don't want to do the things that normal like civilians are doing because that's not my duty Mm -hmm. um so i just want to say bro like first of all just understanding that yo like you were paid for with a price like everybody listening to this you were paid with for a price and it was the blood of jesus and i'm saying this and i don't even understand it like I don't even understand it fully and it like it's hitting me right now like bro like like lord the lord is like do you really even know about that and I I don't even understand but just it's 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 like so beautiful to just even grasp it you know what I mean And ask Mm -hmm. the lord to even you know understand it more like like, Lord, give, like, may you bless me with the spirit of wisdom and of the spirit of wisdom and of revelation in the knowledge of Him to understand, you know, like, Lord, like all that you have done and to understand our Lord Jesus Christ, like our Savior, like the Son of God. And so I just wanted to say that, like, to be like, yo, like, I I, I feel for you, like you were saying, you know what I mean? So just to kind of go back in 1 Corinthians 6, and this is just kind of something to understand. Like, I'm going to read verses 18 through 20 again, just to kind of, um, you know, something that will comfort and something that helps to understand, like, what God has done for us. Um, and, yeah, so 1 Corinthians 6, verse 18. This is the English Standard Version again. Flee from sexual immorality. Every other sin a person commits is outside the body, but the sexually immoral person sins against his own body. Or do you not know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit within you, whom you have from God? You are not your own, for you were bought with a price. So glorify God in your body. Amen. And just understanding that, like, understand, like, you are loved. And, you know, all of us, even in all of our sins, like, Christ died, you know, for us, like, while we were yet still sinners. And understanding that, like, we love him because he first loved us. That's the only reason why we love God. Like, it's a verse in uh, Philippians 2.13. Like, it's God who does the work in us and to will to for us to do his good works,
0: you know? Um, Let me share on that. what yeah. well, You just said something, too. Like, like you said that, like, like um, we love because he first loved us. Like, he loves because he first loved us. You may be dealing with a lot of shame and guilt, and you almost mm-hmm. feel as if you can't even come before the Lord. Mm-hmm. Um, same thing happened with Adam and Eve when they ate of the fruit, and they had tried mm-hmm. to hide from the Lord. But the Lord actually, like the lord called them to him like Mm -hmm. go he's not um he's not um going to come and condemn you and and bring bring uh and like try to destroy you like he doesn't want to do that but the enemy makes you have these thoughts of like oh you need to run away from him he's gonna um he's not gonna be okay with you like you're unclean like come before jesus allow him to wash you and and, uh, make you clean um so please do that especially in this thing don't don't feel like uh like oh i'm not good enough like i can't come before him like Mm -hmm. no go to him
1: yeah like I mean, honestly, like repent and God loves a repentant heart. When Amen. you come to him with the repentant heart, like God, I'm turning from that. And God, I need you. I need your Holy Spirit to dwell within me to overcome this because you can only overcome things like that with Jesus because it's more so the spiritual things. We can't fight that. We can't fight that on our own because there's other spiritual things at war within us. And like it says, we don't war against flesh and blood, meaning we don't war against ourselves. It's the spiritual things coming within us. But if we're not relying on God, we're not able to defeat those things. So when we go to God with, in repentance like god um with the godly sorrow that works repentance that leads to salvation not to be repented of it's like god i need help and he desires that he wants to help you you know what i mean read john chapter 9 when jesus heals the blind man and then after all that the blind man goes through once he's healed with the pharisees and and the jews and once he gets kicked out the temple jesus comes to him and like it's just like in the midst of that like the man goes through all that but he remains faithful then jesus comes back to him like do you believe You believe in the Son of Man, like I am He. And the man said, Lord, I believe, and he worshipped him. But it's like it shows you the faithfulness. Like God Mm. heals us. And when we're faithful and go back to Him, He's going to be faithful. Like He will finish the good work that He started. So I just, I mean, more so than anything, like I just wanna like I just really respect that you asked this question. And yo, you were paid. You like you were bought with the blood of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Like He has already done the work that needs to be done like go to him with repentance and he will help you he will bless you you know what i mean yeah shout out to you man and and um you know may the lord bless you grace and peace to you amen right.
0: um so god yeah this is a 50 minute episode <laughs> Shoo. Uh, no, is fire. um for this last for this last one, i'm just gonna uh uh here's a, a good scripture for you is james four um seven um let's see seven through eight um where it says this will bless you this has been a big thing in helping me to actually walk walk away from sexual morality and pornography and masturbation james four verses seven it says submit yourselves therefore to god resist the devil and he will flee from you draw near to god and he will draw near to you cleanse your hands you sinners and purify your hearts you double-minded um god and this is really the big thing like um like and what it says in verse seven, like submit yourselves, therefore, to God, like come to him, resist the devil and he will flee from you. And if you need to draw near to God, draw; God will draw near to you um, and he will cleanse you like he'll make your hands clean. Um, so, um, yeah, we um, we're excited, guys, for even part two. We have even some more juicy, yeah. juicy questions. Yeah. Uh, and we're excited and we're thankful for what God is doing in you guys um, and even for being bold and actually sharing these types of mm-hmm. questions. Yeah. So. Yeah. Thank um, you, guys. Yeah, we'll be praying for you all. And um, yeah,
1: we could close out in prayer if you guys would like. So um, I'll pray since you opened up in prayer. So. um, uh, God, you are good and um, you are the only one who is good. God, the Lord. um, The high God, the God of Israel, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac and the God of Jacob god and the father of our lord and savior jesus christ we thank you and um we come before you and lord we thank you for um just this time lord we thank you for um just all that you have done god we thank you that you have saved us and god um that we know you um but but more importantly that god you indeed know us that that you know us because you have saved us and let us be born again father um thank you for this podcast thank you for um thank you for the salvation that you have given to all of us god i just pray that um you would bless every listener. God, um, thank you for just giving them the strength to ask these questions and just um, the vulnerability to, and the humility to ask these questions. God, I ask that you would bless them. Father, I ask that the, um, everything that we spoke, Lord God, would, um, would help them, Lord God, in their faith. It would help them, Lord God, um, in their walk um, of this faith and in their salvation. So, Father, I ask that you would bless all the listeners. Lord, I ask that you would help them. Um, God, I ask that you would just give them grace, Lord God, and truth to overcome anything that they are dealing with. Father, I ask that, um, Lord, your mercies and your compassion will be over us, Lord God. Um, And, Father, may you just be with us, God. May we draw near to you. Um, And thank you, God, that, that you are faithful and you will always draw near to us, Lord God. So, Father, let us have um, just a godly sorrow that works repentance, that leads to salvation, not to be repented of. Um, and just let us love your son more and more and more and keep our eyes on you and on your, just on your majesty. So father, we thank you and all of the glory and dominion be unto you. God, our father forever and ever in the name of our Lord and savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen guys, this was a great episode. It was good. I mean, was good. shout out to y'all. I mean, thank you for all the questions. Um, so we'll be back next week answering the remaining four questions. Um, and like Gaze was saying, those questions are deep also. So we shall see y'all guys next
0: week. Thank you guys. Yo, leave us a review. Um, uh, shout us out on Instagram. Um, mm-hmm. let us know if you uh, DM us with any type of questions or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, but we love you guys. Um, so be blessed. Yes, sir. Nothing less. Hey, come on.
1: Get some community and hit us up, if, if anything. Like, if you got, if there's any more questions you want to get deeper about, just hit us up. Um, Even put us in, like, an Instagram group chat or something like that, because I think that's how usually people, like, hit us up and stuff like that. Put us in an Instagram group chat or whatever. You know what I mean? If y'all live in Maryland close, y'all want to get together, we could do that, too. But in the meantime, we shall see y'all next
0: week. All right, guys. Peace. All right, party people.